Good morning, you listen to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Mike Beavers, who's a brand storyteller and an impressive marketing guru in the flooring business. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good, Kemp. Thank you for having me on today. It's good to talk to you. I've caught you down in Texas. This is your latest gig. You're the general manager for Flaherty Flooring America, which is one of the leading Flooring America franchises. You're in the Houston market, I think, in the northwest corner of Houston. The Woodlands, yeah. In the Woodlands. So that's what you're doing today. But prior to that, you worked with Aaron Perner over at Cap Carpets and helped roll out the floor project. Before that, you were with Amtico. You've been with Armstrong. You've been with Anderson Hardwood. You were with Edge, Shaw Industries. And you actually even had your own ad agency called the Beavers Group in the mid-'90s. Does that cover your resume? Pretty good. I also worked a brief period of time for McDonald and Little Advertising in Atlanta, which handled Coca-Cola, Fresca, Tab, Purina, Ralston Purina products, and was a very big influence in you know the Atlanta market and, and the growing Georgia market, which led me up to Dalton to help out in the flooring industry. What I want to talk to you about, since you put on LinkedIn that you're a brand storyteller, is about brands in the flooring business. Let's start with your current role. Flaherty's, we actually did a best practices on them. Patrick Flaherty's the owner. He's got a, a, a rich past, 29 years in the business. You know, when we talked to him six years ago, he was talking about $30,000 he was spending on cookies and that he was also spending some money with a radio personality, Michael Berry, in the Houston market. How have you changed that focus since you've been there? You know what? Not a lot's changed. We still do a lot with Michael Berry. He's a wonderful influencer. He's kind of like a regional Rush Limbaugh, so he has a following. And people that listen to Michael Berry, they're very passionate about him and his recommendations. So whenever he recommends his friend Patrick, it certainly is, is a very positive thing for us. As far as the cookies go, the only thing is we've changed cookie suppliers. We're now using a, a brand that's made in Texas because our people, our consumers are Texas-based. And so we thought it would be a little better to offer them something made in Texas as opposed to another state. Now, your target audience for Flaherty's is kind of the upper end, right? I can tell by some of the brands that you do. It is. We're in the Woodlands, which is the home of oil and gas, and we're also based in Cypress, Texas, so definitely got an upscale client base. Houston's an interesting market. You're up against an NFA member, Roberts Fine Floors, there. So, uh, uh, yes. And you're both kind of targeting that upper end customer. It's an- well, and, and they're wonderful competition. You know, it's good to do business or, or even compete with people who are like minded. There's so many competitors out there that only see the bottom line, and you know, they race to the bottom. And we try to be more respectable, and they're definitely good competitors. Uh-huh. So when you look at your promotion and how you promote Flaherty in the Houston market, what percentage of your spend is digital versus traditional? You know, we try to keep a good mix. I'm old school, I guess. I, I know people still read. People still do research. We try to keep a balance of the radio, print, postcards, things like that that do well for us. But we still invest in digital. Flooring America has a very good program that we participate in, so we're doing some geofencing and some SEO with them and having good luck with that, and and actually they've helped us grow that segment of our business. 
Okay. Let's let's take a broader perspective. I know that's what you're focused on today, but with all this rich experience with, you know, Amtico, Armstrong, Anderson, Hardwood, and Edge, and Shaw, I mean, that's on the supply side. Talk about the role of brands in the floor covering business. You know, it's interesting. I've been an advocate of building brands for many years. Um, certainly when I was at Shaw, there were discussions back then of trying to build a brand. You know, when we started Edge Flooring, we had nothing but a idea of a you know on a napkin, and we built it to a seventy-five million dollar business. But we did it partially through partnership with Lowe's, and you know Lowe's ability to invest <clears throat> in building the brand. Certainly at Armstrong, you know, a powerful brand for over one hundred and sixty years. Uh, but it just seems to me that a lot of focus has gone away from brand building, and you know you got some brands that are certainly out there. Stainmaster did a good job a number of years ago. And who doesn't remember Pergo when they launched in the industry? Millions of dollars were spent to grow the brand. The same ad agency, actually, that got Pergo off the ground is Chick-fil-A's ad agency, the Richards Group in Texas. And you know, they did a good job building that brand. And then, you know, you got the old school Karastans and Mannington and, and even Anderson, you know, has uh, has had good brand recognition through the years. Uh-huh. In the absence of a brand promise, the conversation quickly goes to price, doesn't it? It does. You know what? Just curiosity, I guess, out of anything leading up to my call with you. You know, I've done the consumer research, uh, as you noted. When I was with Anderson, we did a lot of consumer research. At Armstrong, we did. And certainly at CAP, before we started our floor project. And it's always been the same thing. When you ask someone about what's a brand name that you can recall, Mm -hmm. most of them know the old brands, but they don't really know the new brands. So, you know, my point is I just wanted to do a quick survey. I asked my people. Uh I said, how many people come in here asking for a particular brand? And, frankly, they said none. (laughs) Not even Cortex. No. It's kind of disappointing in a way. It's like we're a commodity industry now. It's just like nothing but commodity products in a lot of ways. Uh And this is probably one of the reasons that we see a lot of companies focus on private label, isn't it? It is. And then you go, it's a race to the bottom again. So, you know, if you look at brand equity, you look at what uh, Apple does. I mean, they sell their products at a really high price because they're able to build that brand loyalty and build that equity. It costs a lot of money, obviously. You know, I I know people that are listening are going to say, well, you know, it costs a lot of money to do all that. But certainly it, it pays off in loyalty from brand loyalists. All right, Mike, since you tout yourself as a brand storyteller, I knew you'd have one to tell. So do you have some advice for the core people that want to quit talking about price all the time? We have great salespeople, and our salespeople are our advocates. As far as a retail level, I would tell you that uh, having good people and building you know, a good reputation, and we spend a lot of time and effort on keeping our reputation genuine, um, and so that's, you know, two of the, the best things that we do as far as, you know, getting people to buy product. We just try to stress the fact that we install a good product. We sell a good product. Okay, Mike, well, I appreciate you spending time with us again, been talking to Mike Beavers, the general manager at Flaherty's Flooring America in Houston, Texas. And you've been listening to Kempar and Floridaily.net.